And we're back. It is That Park Life Podcast. I am Greg, joined as always by... Beth. Hey, yo. I don't like that one either. I don't know. I'm still working on my, my internet. Beth. <laughs> that sounds stupid, too. I don't know. I like we'll figure it. it out. We'll figure it out. So we're back. Um, yes. If you missed last week's episode... You probably really missed it because, yes. you know, and it's not there anymore. Um, it's not and there anymore. We have reasons why, but it's okay. Uh, but Greg was in Disneyland. So that's yes. why we took a break. And he's going to tell us all about it. That's what our episode today is going to be about. So if you were wondering what happened to last week's episode and why wasn't there one this past week or not last week, but two weeks ago, um, it's because Greg was just tromping himself around Disneyland <laughs> doing all the things. Yes. Um, and we did talk a little bit more in detail about um, what happened on our patch chat. So if you're yeah. wondering what we talk about sometimes in our Patreon only if you want episodes, the tea, the tea is scolding. No, it's really no. Bad, it was. It's all good. It's just we it just is. explained what happened. So yeah. Um, um, before we start, also, yeah. um, I just want to say that I had my first podcast moment where somebody uh, I got to meet someone. Okay. Uh, because of the podcast. Now this wasn't like a moment where I was walking down Disney and somebody was like, "Oh my gosh, Beth!" Um, but it is someone that I have not met before in real life. And listens to our podcast. So shout out to Lauren. Oh. Yeah. I won't say her last name because I don't want people to be like, you know, creeping. But <laughs> Lauren, you know who you are. And um, it was a pleasure to meet you. Oh. Um, and you tell Michael that he really missed out. And <laughs> next time we'll meet up. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, good. <laughs> and um, you don't know what I'm talking about, Greg, but they do. That's okay. <laughs> well, I don't have to know what you're talking about. To be happy yeah, for you. So hap- hap- uh, happy to hear you had a, uh, hap- hap- a podcast. Happy to hear. <laughs> <laughs> It's jet lag, guys. We're back to our old antics, everyone. Yes. So um, Buckle up. If, you're, if you're wondering what's coming your way today, my goal is to talk about some some things that I find to be like better at Disneyland. Okay, here's the thing. Let me just start from this oh. point. Oh, I don't think it's fair go. to compare. I don't think it's fair to compare. Um, I, I did make what may be a bold statement in our story early on in the trip where I refer to Disneyland as the superior park. I but I will I say, was like, I will cool. say that there is there are so many things that we enjoy that I'm excited to tell you about today. Mm-hmm. So rather than compare, I do want to tell you about the things I thought were really really cool and that I love to do and I'm excited to do when we go back. We yeah. decided we're going to go every two years. That's our oh, goal. Who go. knows? Who knows? Um, do you think that there's someone right now doing a podcast that um, they are Disneyland podcast and they're talking about Disney World? Oh. Mm, so mm. meta, so meta. <laughs> with the multi <laughs> with the multiverse theory, probably. So yeah. Um, of course, I have some dining stuff I want to talk about. I got to make some recommendations, of course, and some other interesting observations that happened. Um, but first, if we could talk about Disney World stuff for a moment, because I just okay. would, I want to toss a little something out there for everyone to chew on, a little food for thought for you all. And you may have heard some, uh, or you probably saw a photo or some some other news articles. News articles is not the way to say it, because these are blogs that are putting it out. Sometimes they use the word news in their website title, but they're not really yeah. always news. It's a lot of yeah. a lot of opinion. Um, anyway, um, the purple signs here for the for the parks mm. um, are, are changing apparently, at least with one sign that was posted up. And just man, people are really passionate about the purple signs. Yeah, I honestly and, didn't know about it until I saw it on someone's Instagram that they were like mm. commenting about people's like being up in arms about it. So yeah. I was like, oh, I don't even know that that was a thing, but. Um, yeah, they're I mean, making like, them blue. Is that what is I that think what I it's heard? blue because I, I think there's been a, an, an overall property conversion to a blue. Yeah. Um, even, I think it started at t- at the uh, Ticket and Transportation Center where there's some things that were purple are now blue. And maybe that was more subtle. Maybe we didn't think that was like a trend, but it appears it's being a trend. And it's uh, when when Disney changes anything, it's like when you walk into a, a room lot. and you turn on the light and all the roaches scatter at night. 
um, it's like that with Karens, with anything that Disney changes. And, well, the thing is, like, I know people who I would not consider a Karen who were also upset. So I always think, like, okay, if you want to be upset about that thing, I think I think that's – you're right, I guess, right? I yeah. mean, I, I want you to feel how you feel about it. But, Greg, personally, I can't – like, I – having been through some things in 2020 and 2021 with like job loss and stuff and like mm-hmm. overall Wait, sheer life panic and well, I have it again now, luckily. Yes. Um, but yeah, <laughs> there was that. T- yeah. There was, there was that time where I, yeah. I was impacted as they say, as a cast member. And that was, it was our dream to move here and work here. So like, I don't know, my perspective on life, I feel like has changed so dramatically over the past now, basically two years that something like a change in signs just doesn't, doesn't get me yeah. pressed the way that um, I've seen others react. So I will challenge you to um, maybe reflect on your reaction to the purple science and what's coming in the future because there will always be things that change. And think about whether it's important or not. And don't let it don't let it take away from your your mood every yeah. day. I wonder what people that um, you know were big Disney people like growing up when it first opened in the seventies. But they like, would say now. Yeah, I'm like, what? What do you think those people are saying? Do you think? That, I mean, I don't hear those people complaining about things changing. They were probably glad that it changed because they're Because we dead. needed some upgrades. No, yeah. Because <laughs> they're dead. Know. Well, a lot of them probably are. <laughs> Maybe but, they know. might be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to go to the grave complaining about Disney. <laughs> yes, and like, and it's something we take. I feel like I take it personally when people talk bad about Disney. This is a conversation I have with Nicole. I sometimes like get defensive because like they're talking about my Disney. Yeah. Don't say that. But like, you know what? It's just opinions. I'm gonna love going to the parks. It's my yeah. favorite thing to do. I'll keep doing I it. I guess we, like, Doug and I, I mean, in all fairness, like, we've complained about system changes that we think have gone backwards. Like, yes. well, this this is not more convenient. It's actually less convenient. You're just trying to make money off of us versus, like, <laughs> aesthetic things that they're changing, right? Like, yes. yeah, there's things that we're, that we're nostalgia and we'll be like, oh, my God, I remember this. Um, we're just more so, like, quit freaking being, being money mongers about everything. <laughs> That's what we get yeah. upset about. Because I know people are going to be like, well, well, you you complain about stuff all the time. And I'm like, yeah, it's because I get mad when I feel like, you know, it's not like it was as far as the value you're getting for certain things. Mm-hmm. Which and is I'll fair. leave it at That's that, okay? Point. Don't come for me, internet. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> the, my point in all of this, if, if you're wondering what my point is, is just I think it's important to think about what's actually important, what really affects your day-to-day. And at the end of the day, the purple sign does not change your park experience. And yeah. most people only see those purple signs traveling to and from the park what, when you're on like, the bus. I'm like, now we're going to be brighter <laughs> and more vibrant. And like, I mean, because I'm like, I wasn't married to the red and purple. It's kind of ugly, but but it's something we knew. We're like, I still love them because the it just reminded me. It's the color scheme of the me. red hat ladies. If you know who the red hat <laughs> ladies are, it's the color scheme that they use. It's red and purple. It's, it's, so, not, it's not great. So anyway, let's just, we'll figure it out. But um, I also have to tell you, so this is not Disneyland related, but it happened on the way, like as part of our travel day. Mm -hmm. Before we launch into my uh, overall Disneyland experience, Mm -hmm. um, after we landed in LAX, we um, got a rental car and we're driving to have dinner. Because we were hungry, as you might imagine. You hopped in a cab and, with their dream in a car again. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't even think to like play as a joke on the radio. Um, <laughs> some old school Miley Cyrus. But anyway, so um, we're traveling to to the to the restaurant, and um, I don't know exactly where where we were, um, but we were traveling to a mall where there was a restaurant, and as we're Driving down the road, um, you know, we're kind of like taking in the sights and stuff. It was nighttime, but like, you know, we're just outside yeah. L.A. And we're like You're in California. Looking at, it's different. Looking at California, doing California stuff. 
And um, I see a gentleman walking on the side of the road. He is moving the same direction as my vehicle. And we're on a road with a lot of traffic lights, so we're not, like, zooming by. We're probably doing, like, maybe 30 or 40 miles an hour, like, slow enough to, like, be able to see and absorb things. And um, I'm like, what? What is he wearing? Like, I can kind of see him, like, you know, and as obviously I'm getting closer to him because I'm obviously moving faster than he is. And and um I'll I'll say he was underdressed for the occasion, and it, I uh, my initial thought was validated when I saw his entire butt crack, and <laughs> I was like, I, I think that man is completely naked. Oh god! And uh, sure enough, we drove by, and Nicole got a look in the front, and sure enough, the man was completely naked, head to toe, not even anything on his feet. Um, oh, and that was our introduction into California. Just he a was fully going naked through man. the quad into the gymnasium, streaking, and no one followed him. That's what happened. No. That's, I guess so, but he was walking at like a leisurely pace. We yeah. are, you know, I, I, not, I'm not trying to make light if maybe he's dealing with something, but like I wasn't expecting that. And um, it really set the tone for our trip. I uh, <laughs> named him Oscar as an Oscar Okay, Meyer. I was so wondering with um, your your notes, I was like, this yes. is, is going to be real interesting. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what this is, but I can't wait to hear it. That makes yeah. sense. I wanted to uh, to mention the name Oscar. We call him Oscar as an Oscar, Oscar. Meyer, as an mm-hmm. Oscar Meyer wiener. You know, so, uh, um, you know, Greg, cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> it's a hell of a drug. And Nicole um, got to see the, the, the opposite side of the body that I did. And, yeah. you know, she was like, all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> How old do you uh, think Oscar was? Oscar, I would guess, not much older than we are, I don't think. I, don't, oh, okay. I didn't get so, the impression. I, well, then again... From I didn't see any wrinkles on the backside of his body, so I'm guessing okay. like somewhere between 35 and 45. If I had to take a guess, all right. He's just you know, you know, letting just, it air out. Yeah, he's just grandma doing the always thing. said you got to air it out. So um, anyway, <laughs> that was you think of, <laughs> makes me think of Creed. <laughs> What's wrong with he's just trying to hang brain, hanging brain? <laughs> so there's that. Uh, anyways, there was that. Um, so anyway, let's talk about my Disneyland trip. Yeah. Now that you all have this weird image. Now they have a brain, great but... intro to your trip. Yeah. Well, you know, gotta get the ball rolling, so to speak. So um I'll I wanna talk about the hotel we stayed in. I obviously wanna talk about the two different parks, and I really don't have much to say about their downtown Disney. As you know, our downtown Disney is now called Disney Springs, but it's yeah. the same, same old thing. Um, we just didn't really do a whole lot of shopping and dining in there because we were in the parks pretty much the whole time yeah, when we weren't didn't... in the hotel. Did it rain at all while you were there? The weather was beautiful. It like so it was gorgeous. a little chilly in the morning at the nighttime. Yeah. We're talking like f- high forties, low fifties in the morning, but it would be but like seventy. But it's dry something. there. It's dry, dry, right? So dry. We could our, yeah. our sinuses couldn't handle it though. Beautiful, oh. but like we couldn't could like our I had to use so much hand lotion because like I just everything was dry on me. I was like wasting away. But Ew. it is what it is. But anyway, <laughs> the the um <laughs> the weather was beautiful. Yeah, it was actually it really great. Um, obviously I was wearing a hoodie for most of the time. You may have seen, if you follow us on Instagram, I wore the same blue hoodie pretty blue much every hoodie. single day. <laughs> it's a beautiful color. Well, it was a Disneyland hoodie that I had got on Shop Disney before we went and hoodies are like kind of expensive. I was like, yeah, I'm wearing this freaking hoodie as much yeah. as I want because I have to feel like I'm getting my money's worth for it. And you did. And uh, I feel like I did. Mm-hmm. I feel like I did. So, um, we had great weather and we had like plenty of food and yeah, we did. So I feel like we jam packed in so much stuff. So a little bit about the resort. There are three resorts over there, Paradise Pier, the Disneyland Hotel, and the Grand Californian. I went in ascending order for like category basically, right? So the Grand Californian is, as you might imagine, like the Grand Floridian here, it's their flagship, 
um, resort over there, at least the most expensive one. I don't know. Yeah. But we are Disney Vacation Club members. We used our points to stay there. Um, I don't have a vault of coins like Scrooge McDuck. I otherwise would never be able to afford that resort. It's very expensive, but it's very nice. And if I could say one great thing about the resort is the proximity to the parks. Disneyland Resort and Paradise Pier are also very close, but this is even closer. It's so close that it has its own dedicated entrance into Disney California Adventure. So if you think of like International Gateway and Epcot where there's that back entrance, Mm -hmm. um, where like the Boardwalk and Beach Club is, where you walk out of the resort and you kind of have to like walk a little bit. Um, this entrance is at the back of the resort. So like you leave resort property, like you walk past the pool and there's a restaurant right there. And then boom, you're in the park. It has its own security and its own gate. And you walk into the the side entrance of a park and it is great. It is the best, best, best part of that resort. I mean, the resort's gorgeous, but like you can't beat that on the way out at the end of the night. You're in your bed before people are even at their car in the parking lot. It's wild. Um, we stayed in a one-bedroom villa, so heads up, there are two bathrooms in there. That's why we did that, because it was my wife and my mom. Um, it's the, the two women who were in charge of my life. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the, the two most important ladies in my life. And But what the, the nice uh, part was we had... Earmuffs on Reba, excuse you. Uh, Reba, she, I went to look over. She's not in this room. But <laughs> Yeah, because um, her mom's home. <laughs> yeah, because Nicole's home and they're, they're doing whatever it is they do. So... Uh, beautiful resort, beautiful room. I know I did a room tour while I was there, mm-hmm. and um, the kind of the Disney touches in the room were like I think like the perfect level. It's not in your face like a value or sometimes moderate. You know, it's like that mm-hmm. deluxe. Like we're gonna include it in the design because it fits into the theme of the resort. Um, like woodland creatures was like the main theme, as you might imagine if you've ever yeah. seen what the Grand Californian looks like. But in the bathroom, in like the uh, oh my gosh, what is it? What's like the little strip of wallpaper that you would put, like a border, right? Yeah, a border. So like in the border of the bathroom, um, which was more at eye level, not at like where the ceiling and the wall meets, um, were Pinocchio characters. So it was Pinocchio, uh, Jiminy Cricket, Geppetto. the um, the, the Geppetto and the fish. I don't remember the fish's I don't name. but the fish either. Ooh. You know the fish. Yeah. Um, that was in there and there were um, Chip and Dale on the carpets and there was a couple of Mickeys hidden in the room and stuff. And it just was like... Just beautiful. Yeah. Our room overlooked Disney California Adventure. So at night, <laughs> our running joke was like, it's the Lunar New Year there, which I'll talk about in a minute. So we were just over um, kind of like the area that's dedicated to that. So they just, it was a cycle of Mulan sounding music. Oh. So like we were joking, we're going to have to go home and start playing it so that we could yeah. fall asleep because that's what we fell asleep to every oh, single night, yeah. which is that like 20 minute loop of like Who the same. Is that <laughs> And Greg's like, it's me. I'm the girl I see staring straight back at me. Oh, my gosh. When will I reflect? I'm just kidding. When will the song end? (laughs) Um, And and although we had our own dedicated entrance into California Adventure, the walk into Disneyland Park was so short. If you've ever walked from the Contemporary over to Magic Kingdom, I think it... I think it's shorter than that. That's Even like if it's the, not shorter, the it feels shorter. of the type of property they have there where it's yes. like they don't have a ton of property, so everything's like right on top of each other. There's yes. a perk to that, which is what I'm hoping for when we go to Disneyland Paris, that it's like right there. So Yeah, same kind of thing. It's all, it's all kind of centrally located. Shout out to the traveling husbands who uh, tipped me off to the terrace that was on the top floor of the resort, which mm-hmm. overlooks mm-hmm. California Adventure from a, a higher vantage yeah. point. And um, it's just beautiful up there because you can see pretty much all of uh, DCA there. 
and I got a bunch of cool photos of the sun kind of just coming up over the rock formation yeah. of Cars Land. I haven't posted that yet. I just have. I obviously, as you might imagine, took a bunch of photos, and I'm editing them as we go along here. So uh, grateful that they said that because there's no signage, and like I didn't really do. To be honest, I didn't do a whole lot of research. We stayed at the resort once before, so grateful that they pointed that out because I was able to go up there. Your um, key uh, opens up the door. It's a locked door. You have okay. to be staying there to be able to go up there. Sometimes they do, like, they hold functions up there. They weren't using it mm-hmm. for anything, so we're able to go Luckily. up there. Yeah. And in terms of the food options in the restaurant, um, we didn't eat at any of the quick service locations or the fancier places um, like Napa Rose. But we did eat at Storytellers twice. That's their um, character dining and or um, all-you-care-to-enjoy buffet-style meals. So breakfast um, is character dining. Dinner is not. We did dinner first, and it was delicious. And like always, you know, we had the chef talk to Nicole. Nicole's got the gluten allergy, and she was able to eat, like, so much food there. That's usually the our tough sell for a buffet as well. You know, I feel like it's... Just not a lot of the, options. It's hard to buffet. find the value to begin mm-hmm. with, right? Because yeah. I feel like I really got to eat a lot of food. I don't typically eat a lot of food in one sitting. Um, but Nicole, luckily, was able to just eat pretty much everything she would have wanted to have eaten at that buffet, Good. as well as get some dessert. She had sorbet and vanilla ice cream, which mm. was nice. She was able to do two. And um, you may remember, if you saw my story, that I had a huge noob moment and forgot my containers to bring home desserts. My goodness. <laughs> so um, we hatched a plan. Um, I wrapped up some things. I was like, okay, I got to get stuff that like if I wrapped up in a napkin, it wouldn't like smush or like it weird. So I had some cookies. I had, um, the raspberry cream puffs. Ooh. So it was a cream puff with like a raspberry crumb shell around it. Oh, oh my goodness. Yum. It was so good. It was so, so, so good. And, um, a brownie that I turned upside down and smushed on the top of the cookie. So I figured if it was going to smush against something, might as well smush up against the chocolate chip cookie. It's already got the chocolate in it. Yeah. Um, wrapped it up in a napkin and we had Nicole's, um, I didn't even have my backpack with me. I was just, was totally unprepared. Um, I did have my chewable Pepto in my pocket because by the way, my, my buffet <laughs> tip is that. always that yep. you have, I have one or two chewable and it's not, it doesn't have to be Pepto brand. Mine wasn't, it's like the Walgreens brand, but every like two plates of food, I will pop one because I, again, I don't normally eat that much food. That's always my pro tip for buffets. Unless it's Mickey nuggets, Disney nuggets. Well, I could have like 20 of those, but, um, <laughs> I uh, wrapped up all the stuff in a napkin. And Nicole has her Donald Lounge Fly, which holds like a credit card, right? Yeah. Like it's not, yeah. it's not a gigantic thing. Like, That's you my can big put thing. I was like, these there. are so cute, but they don't hold like yes. anything. So I can't, yes. I just can't. Yeah. So, but luckily there was just enough room in her bag to mm. like, just like let it rest on top. Things didn't get squished. And I successfully smuggled those desserts <laughs> back to the room. But then for breakfast, I remembered because we were flying that day. And that's one thing that we like to do. We did it on our last trip too. Um, when we went to Disneyland in 2015 at a different restaurant, though, we planned a uh, like a larger breakfast with characters. So that even though we're not going to the park, we still got like a full Disney experience where we're not just eating, we're eating with characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to like kind of load up because we were going on a long flight, you know. So I remember my containers. And sure enough, as you saw on our story that day, if you follow us on Instagram, I was able to get some pastries on the flight. Mm-hmm. And as, a, you know, on a flight, it's a contained space. So I'm like trying to be sneaky because like, the chocolate, little chocolate croissant is like very fragrant and stuff. And oh, the little, yeah. um, whatever else I had in there. Making everybody jealous. Um, yeah. I want one of those. Oof. Sorry Oof. if you have that. It was good. It was good stuff. Oh, my little blueberry muffins. Oh, those were so good. So, um, and the characters that were there at the, at the, is my voice cracking? What's yeah. happening? I'm, yeah. Now you that I'm puberty 36. Finally? Good for you. It only took a couple decades. So, um, the characters at that restaurant for breakfast was Mickey, Minnie, Chippendale, Pluto, and they're in like their, um, 
I was talking about it uh, with someone who lists with a listener, and uh, it's like kind of like their Tusker House outfit. It's similar okay. to it. Huh. Interesting. Um, but they're you know fun fun outfits, and uh, we had a we had a really was really Donald great there time. or no? Donald was not at breakfast. <gasps> Nicole was upset. Yes. She wore her Donald shirt. Her yeah. Donald um, lounge fly was out. She had on her super sparkly glittery shoes to get attention. Yep. And the thing about their character dining now is they they just like walk around. They do like a conga line around the resort a few mm-hmm. times, around the restaurant. So like they come out and they do like, they kind of stand in the main buffet area and like wave and stuff. And then they walk around. They don't stop. They don't stop to take take a distance photo, but they do walk right by you. Okay. So like I was trying to line it up, so I got a picture when they walked by. So Nicole was like smiling as they were walking by to like, and then every now and then one would like kind of stop like real quick and like pose and then keep going. So a lot of them were just really blurry photos of the characters or like Nicole Weird. being blurry because she like yeah. didn't like get her at the exact like split second where they were walking by. But we did our best. It's a new game. It is, yeah. Um. But we liked it overall. I would say, I would recommend the Storytellers Restaurant, and it's it was really easy to get a reservation. It's one of those restaurants that people tend not to like flock to. I guess I don't know why. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I booked our breakfast um, for Friday on Tuesday or Wednesday of the week. Okay. So yeah, I was like, gonna ask you like how far in advance options. you had to book all these things. Some of these things, it was at the exact sixty day mark. Okay. Some of them I was banking on cancellations, and I that's how I got some of the restaurants, especially in Disneyland. And then we'll talk about Carthay Circle at DCA in a moment. Let's talk about Disneyland. So wait, hold on. Stop the presses. I forgot to talk about the most important thing about this trip, okay? And it occurred in Disneyland Park. So before we talk about any of the attractions, any of the dining experiences, the, um, quote, nighttime spectacular, I'm air quoting that, we'll talk mm-hmm. about that okay. That thing in a moment. <laughs> but um, I took a photo of myself with, uh, I think Jimberly, you know, the the Native American statue guy out there on their main street. And I looked back at the photo as I was posting it, and I was like, I have a defined jawline. When did that happen? <laughs> I am 36 years old, and I've never had that in the photo. And I was like, oh, my God, I should just I, – I really should not eat on the rest All of the trip. I got running you've been trip. doing. I'm saying I've never had that before because – I've been very you, proud of you. Ah. Uh, I told I, um, I, I told my sister-in-law, I was like, yeah, you know, Greg, like on Friday mornings, he's been going like to, I think it's Fridays, but whenever you go. It's you, been Fridays is when I do yeah, it out of Disney Resort. You go resort, to yeah. the resort and you run in the morning and she was like, what? I was like, yeah, you need to follow. I was like, follow our, um, the Instagram because he'll post like whatever resort he's at that day. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he's been running. He's God, doing marathons now. <laughs> I ran a, I ran my first run in a week this morning and it was 33 degrees out. So yeah, it was rough. Ugh, it was rough, but anyway, <laughs> oh, it was tough. Um, I'm sweating, but not sweating. It's weird. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. um, but I got my my 3.1 whatever the 5k miles is in this. But anyway, so, um, I peaked early on. That was the first day. <laughs> that was like two minutes into the park. I took that photo. I was like, man, like, here the rest I am. Of the time so, you're like, this is the double chin. Yes. Oh gosh, I ate so much food. But anyway, so, um, we walk into Disneyland Park for the first time. My mom hadn't been there. I don't know if you remember me telling you all that. It was 47 years. She had uh, a shirt. Since my mom. She had a shirt and she had a button too. We, we wrote yeah. it on the button. The number on the button didn't match the shirt. If you guys picked up on that, because I had originally made that shirt for her when we were supposed to go mm, okay. in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, or even 2020. I don't even know at this point. I think it was 2020 um, originally. I think it was 2020, and it would technically be 48 years if we went later this year. But point is, is that it took yeah. it took some time. It took my mom four plus decades. To I get mean, back did to people like stop? Did anybody like? Yeah, some of okay, the cast good. members were like, "Oh my god, that's so exciting!" Like it was, it generated some conversation, which was kind of cool. But 
So we got we got into the park. Um, as we're entering Disneyland Park, the characters are coming off of their train station and walking by, and that's like Perfect. one of Nicole's favorite thing yeah. is her character interaction. So, if you saw the video, we got N- Nicole uh, shouting out, <laughs> yeah, shouting Donnie. out to her man she's Donnie. Like, she's like, "I'm here for you." Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love it. That usually gets them excited. When we said we traveled all the way from Florida, that usually got them more animated because, yeah. like, yeah. they kind of know that we're either a big Disney fan or that we may be cast members. Right. Um, so they were they got really excited. But the one thing I can say about Disneyland that we liked and something that I wish they did more of here at, at our Magic Kingdom and really any park was the number of characters and how frequently you can see them yeah. outside of Cavalcade. Yeah. So They're just like I know walking we haven't... around there still, right? Well, not re- kind of not really okay. post COVID. Okay. Pre COVID, yeah, yeah. They, like they would walk around and and like the guests were okay with it. They weren't getting mobbed and stuff. Yeah. But a little different now. But you know, outside of cavalcades, and I know you have a news nugget coming about a cavalcade here. Outside of cavalcades in our parks, um, you don't really like see them around. You did in the beginning um, of like the reopening of COVID, but it kind of that kind of subsided where they'd be like. Pooh and friends would be hanging out outside Crystal Palace, or there was the rare Pinocchio, um, what's his name, Jiminy Cricket, hanging out at Pinocchio's Village House, right? Right. But in Disneyland Park, they are everywhere. We saw in different areas of the park hanging out Alice, Gaston, Belle, Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Stitch, Mary Poppins, Bert. Stitch was hanging out in Tomorrowland, which makes sense. Like they were in their areas, yeah. you know? And it just, it just was so much. And you would just kind of wait, and they would cycle in and out, and on the um at their train station they kind of have like a lower platform um like set of stairs where you can kind of get closer they still have their rope up so you can't get all the way up but like one character would stand there and then they'd rotate so like they would move over like a shift until like every character was in the main spot and uh, we were waiting for the train at one point while they were out there and on one rotation as they were coming up the stairs they would see us and they would wave like that to me was just so much more exciting than um the character offerings that currently exist in our parks here. We just yeah. really, really like that. Well, speaking um, of, let's talk about the train because I was like, oh, I'm okay. just, I'm so jealous that they just even got to ride the train. Yeah. And the sound of the train, was that not uh, like super nostalgic for you? Yes. You just want to cry when you heard it. I told Doug, I was like, yeah, the next time I hear that stupid train, I'm probably just going to break down <laughs> and start crying in Disney world. Oh man. It was nice to be on the train for the first time in like two years or whatever it is, two plus. And um, their train is different. And I'm sure we've mm-hmm. talked about this before when I kind of ran, when, you know, we have guests on that have been to Disneyland and stuff. But their train is different because they have things to look at. Yeah. They, like, built scenery. And I don't, I kind of don't want to spoil it if you've never seen it, but there's a certain part um, between certain lands where, like, you see stuff. Now, I know that if you've been on the Walt Disney World Railroad, you see stuff. I'm you talking see, more you about. See fake stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm That's talking like, more Now than it's uh, not, yeah. uh, not so PC, so they're taking all that out. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But, like, it's more than that. There's, yeah. I can, can honestly say it's to the point where some of the trains, or at least one of the trains we were on, um, the seats are sideways in the sense that the benches are facing outwards. So as the train is going, you're looking. When you look forward, you're looking out out of the side of the train. Yeah, which was cool. So you're you know as you're moving, you're kind of moving sideways. Well, kind of like the uh, the train to uh, Rafiki's Planet Watch. Yeah, the sideways. Wildlife Express. Yeah. yeah, that that is that's exactly it. So um, that that was different, and it just it was really nice to be on the train, mm-hmm. and it was nice. It was cool to have things to look at. And speaking of things to look at. Dude, I don't know how we missed this the last time we were there. They're not new. The windows displays on their main street 
blow our Main Street windows really? displays, even okay. during the holidays, out of the water. I, it like, was, you mean like in the shops or? No. So as you're walking down Main Street on the left-hand side, and it's not all of them, but it's most of them on the left-hand side, it's a scene from a movie. So let's say it's Frozen, and it's okay, Anna, okay. it's uh, Elsa singing, and like Olaf's twirling around, they're on the ice. Yeah. And then, and each individual station has a little uh, awning, like a little canopy top with a speaker. So you hear, like, you hear oh. Let It Go, like the instrumental version Love or whatever that. it is. And as you move over to the next one, you can't really hear it. Like, they do a good job of separating it. Yeah. But um, after a certain, like, number of minutes, the entire scene changed. Like, certain parts of it went down, other parts went up, and then, boom, it's Anna and, um, I think, Sven, and they're having a different, or maybe it was Hans. Either way, different characters. Yeah. And uh, they're talking about different stuff. Interesting. Um, I would love that. It was so cool. So I took some videos. I'll post it when this episode releases. I I don't think I put it on my story. Yeah, I didn't put it on my story that day because I oh, we had so many so many things to cover. But um, so if you if you go to Dis- by the way, please go to Disneyland. I'm aware that it's another cost, it's on our list. but like, ooh, we um, just there was just so much to look at in those window displays. We were like, we, we were like little kids. We were like, we got to see the next one. So we went over to see how they would transform. And the Peter Pan, just yeah. guys, you gotta go. You mm. gotta go over there. Um, and we were lucky enough to get to It's a Small World during their holiday. I know. I was um, like, <gasps> overlay. And they got to see it because that's one of the things on my list is I was like, I really want to go to Disneyland during the holidays. Yes. So, so Haunted Mansion was wasn't the holiday overlay where uh, they have Jack Skellington and stuff, but their Small World, for whatever reason, was still the holiday Small I can't World. It was, that. yeah, it was January 23rd. By the way, we found out it was the last day. We didn't know. So we went on it. And the next day, we were like, oh, we really want to do that again, even if, like, you know, but yeah. even though we just did it, but it was closed for refurbishment, so they were de-holidaying it, which is fine. That's like just that's what they got to do. So, ooh, and the one nice thing, or one nice thing about their um, small world is that for the most part, all of the stuff is like on one side of the boat, so like you can actually like look at stuff and not be worried that you're mm. missing something on the other side for the okay. most part. Interesting. And I really like that. And they incorporate Disney characters in their scenes, which is really cool. And it doesn't stand out. It's not something that takes away in my opinion. And I my love that you opinion. found the hippo with both of her eyes working. No, my goodness. The fully functional hippo. <laughs> the um, the mouse lets respond to that. I'm like, do not talk about our Walt Disney World queen <laughs> like that. I was like, well, I say it in jest because... She's a very Florida uh, queen is what she is. Yes. Um... I have a, you know, that's like our joke is with yeah. the one-eyed, the, the over-blinking hippo, or sometimes the not-quite-all-the-way blinking yeah. hippo. She just looks drunk. Um, it's fine. Yeah, she does. Kind of uh, like when Ariel, about, Ariel's eyes and her ride, oh, she just looks up. like, yeah. yeah, she looks like she just <laughs> like snorted some coke or something. Yeah, what's the drug that makes tired, um, oh gosh, but I can't Marijuana? think of what that's called. Uh, Val, Valium? Valium. I think, she, yeah, that's <laughs> Valium Ariel over there. But anyway... I'm thinking yeah, of def- um I'm thinking of Tiger Lily in Peter yes. Pan that's like this with her eyes wide. Yeah. <laughs> oh well that well that depends maybe on the scene because at the end when it's her and Prince Eric she like blinks so yes, slowly that she's like Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Oh, I'm gosh, always her like her eyes are also there bugging she is out. Still going. Yeah. I'm like how have they not fixed these things yet? Like people post have them the all the time. They have the cross-eyed lobster too. Like what what are they going for in that scene? <laughs> oh, anyway, no. um if you're wondering uh the the Little Mermaid attraction in California Adventure is a mirror of that, and it's still oh. like Valium Ariel over really? there. Really? It's anyway, the same? It's not You're like, great. oh, it's so, for sure on purpose. Great. Yeah, I guess so. Or, or they just made the mistake and they made it twice. Like yeah. It's yeah. carbon copy. But anyway, so in terms of other attractions that we really enjoyed over there at Disneyland Park, um, obviously, as you know, they have Mr. Toad's Wild Ride mm. um, over there. By so the way, it's still so weird as yep. heck. Or speaking of hell, it that still ends yep. in hell. 
Um, Pinocchio's Daring Adventure. It's a dark ride, man. That was one yeah. of the rides I did right before we left, before I went to bed. I'm like, this was this is terrible imagery to have in my head. Ooh, well, Snow White, Snow White's Scary Adventure has become Snow White's Magical oh, Wishes, yeah, I think, or something. It. Wonderful Wish. I don't don't correct me. I know it's different. I just don't remember what it was. But they changed it, and it's beautiful mm. with all the lights at the end, with the kiss and the stuff, and yeah. the uh, the gem scene, like the mine scene that's similar to the middle of the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Um, yeah, it's so beautiful in there, and Nicole really doesn't get to do uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train because she doesn't like the roller coaster aspect, so she kind of got that mine scene yeah. in the ride now, and it's beautiful, but it's still weird. It's like the dark <laughs> parts are yeah. weird, guys. Here's something that... I just, it took me a minute to realize, and then I started paying attention, and it's so radically different at the Disneyland park, and even some of DCA. So, as you know, here at Disney World, most attractions, if not all, have either a gate that opens as you're in the loading area waiting to, to board a uh, ride vehicle, or a cast member waiting, like, kind of holding you back, or sometimes it's both. Yeah. They'll have both. Um as an example, Peter Pan at our parks have the cast member that asks how many you are and they have you stand in the squares. Yeah. And then you have the other cast member who like directs you, yeah. you know, as you as you step onto the moving platform. And then you have another cast member who Loads sprinkles you. the pixie dust oh, yeah. as the bar closes and they're really ensuring that the bar closes. And they have another cast member who you don't normally see that's like at the control that's like doing the stop and start if they need to stop and start the attraction, right? Yeah. That's just what you can see. Um, there might even be more, I don't know. However, at Disneyland, it's one cast member doing all of that. Oh, gosh. And they're on the other side of the ride vehicle. So as you're approaching the pirate ship, she's over there with her hand out as if to say, wait a moment Weird. until the ride is, until the, until the attraction ride vehicle stops. And then, she's, and then the ride, and then the cast member will wave you in. What does that tell you about California. California yes. to Florida, where like they need one person to do something that like four people have to do in Florida. Legit, it's because a four people person operation will not pay here. attention. Yeah, I oh can't handle gosh. it. So it was like, oh my goodness, and people were listening. That's yeah. like the craziest yeah. part. Was like people were like, oh, okay, and like, and they were cool about it. They weren't like, I just feel yeah. like people are like constantly bombarding and pushing and to like get on, and yep. I just don't know what it is. And uh, so I paid attention, and like, and Snow White's like that's a that's like a heavier moving vehicle. It's like you know, it's mm -hmm. a. And people were just, you wait. You're like, now you're going to go back to Disney World and be like, this is what, you're going to be so mad because you're going to be like, this is why our ticket prices are so high because you people won't listen and we have to have four people to do one person's job. Yes. <laughs> and like, obviously they do it without issue and I'm right. sure there's the occasional something, but like yeah. overall day to day, they probably don't experience a whole lot of injuries. So like, God bless them yeah. um, over there because it just has to be so much more efficient. But like, it was all over the place. I mean, like. You could, if you weren't paying attention, you could easily get run over by the Mr. Toad's Wild Ride car because yeah. it's like right there. <laughs> well, um, that's only going to happen to you once, so. <laughs> just, just one time. And maybe you'll wind up in hell like it is on the ride. Right. I don't know. Uh, on Pirates, we had the boat to ourselves, which was cool because my mom hadn't done it in a lifetime. And uh, the group behind us, like the, the group behind us online, were so large that they couldn't, like, they didn't want to split up. So we wound up yeah. just getting the boat to ourselves, which was cool because it was quiet and it's. Um, a very different ride experience. Okay, here's the thing. I said I wasn't going to compare Pirates it's of the different. Caribbean or Pirates of the Caribbean, if you remember our Wilderness Lodge Caribbean. episode. Caribbean. Um, it is far and away so much better. Mm -hmm. Just like 
just so significantly better than our pirates here. Do you like it's the storyline more, or are you just like... Well, you start out in, like, the bayou, yeah. which, by the way, the Blue Bayou restaurant, it's similar to the beginning of the Grand Fiesta Tour in Epcot and the Mexico Pavilion, where you're kind of, like, going around the, the bend of, yeah. like, a river. Yeah. It's like that, where you're kind of, like, quiet, and you kind of, like, lulled into this, like, false sense of security. And then you get pulled into the pirate world by having multiple drops, by the way. It is not a single drop attraction. And then you kind of plunge into the pirate world. And I just, for me, that just makes it feel so much better. And you slowly build to get to the point, to the part where the ships are shooting off their cannonballs. And then you get into the actual town. Like you have to travel to the town. Right. As opposed to just plunging into it. Yeah. It just, and it's longer and it's just, I don't know. I just, we just really, really, really like it. We did it. I think I did it three times during our week. Now, um, let's talk about like photo pass photos. Like what are there? None, none of their rides Um, do photos. Oh gosh. There was one, I think maybe it was space mountain that had it and I, or, or astral orbiters. I can't remember. Sorry. I think it was space mountain. That was the one that I remember, and maybe Mission Breakout too. Okay, but I don't really remember. Um, I would say there are fewer for the rides that I went on. For sure, fewer on-ride photo pass. Okay. Uh, um, what was your photos. comparison with for Space Mountain? Space Mountain is interesting because you sit two by two, and the music is that. cool. Yeah, uh, there are no big drops. I talked about it in our story, yeah. so I look forward to that drop. That even though you know one? I've been on it. Yeah, I know, you know, we've been on it enough to kind of like know when it's coming, but mm-hmm. like still like, wait, is this the time? Oh, yeah, like that. Um, but they whip you around on this ride, and it's much smoother, I will say. Okay. Um, and the, the music makes for a, a better ride experience, but I think I think ultimately I prefer ours because of the drops that happen yeah. in ours. I do really like that. Um, something else that I think they're doing quite right over there is their Autopia. Their <laughs> I was Speedway. laughing at y'all. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so... I'm like, I, I don't decided, support either of them because I just think it's annoying, but whatever. It's fine. No, here's the thing. If okay. you're going to try... If you're if you're anti-Tomorrowland uh, Speedway, yeah. I would advise you to try Autopia? the Autopia okay. because it gets to the point on the ride where you're in your own road, where there's no... Like, next to you are bushes on both sides of you. Like, huh. they kind of, okay. like, splinter off, and there's not... It's not the whole time, but there's this time where, like, you're kind of driving in your own car as if you're driving through like the woods or something. I don't know. Yeah. But one, if you saw in the video that I posted too, like the monorail was going by as yeah. we were doing it and it was right after the monorail and I was recording it that I hit a bump on my phone, went boop, 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 and then was out of the car <laughs> and on the ground. And I was like, Oh God. So I had to stop. And luckily there was no one behind me. And the cast member was like, I don't know, 15 feet away. And I was like, ma'am, which I hate saying because like know. ma'am is they turn around know. and it's like sir. <laughs> yeah, well, well, not even that, but like ma'am sometimes could I know. Be Pe- yeah, some people are of offended a certain by that. Age, yeah. and I don't want to say miss, but I just said ma'am. It's like ma'am, ma'am, and they didn't hear me. So Nicole was like ma'am, and then she turned and I was like I'm so sorry, I dropped my phone. It's right there. Would you mind getting it for me? And like you could tell this happens because mm-hmm. she was not happy about it, and I was so profusely grateful. I was like I'm sorry, thank you so much. Like I'm so sorry. It's my fault. It fell out of my hand. Nicole was like, put the phone. She's like, give me the phone. And she put it in her bag. Um, I was being a freaking, I was an influencer in the wild, and I had to record my trip on the on Autopia. Yep. My goodness. Um, but anyway, we had a great time. So we actually, I really like their version of the ride. I think it's, I think it's really, really, really cool. Um, I mentioned at the beginning of this conversation yeah, let's talk about that this. I was air quoting their nighttime spectacular uh, Mickey's Mix Magic. Mm. And um, three nights of the week, they have fireworks. 
The other nights of the week, they do projections only. Okay. So the full show is projections down Main Street, projections on the castle, laser lights, you're dancing, it's mixed magic, and I'll, I have a little clip for you if you're wondering what that sounds like. Um, but on the other nights of the week, Monday through Thursday night, they they don't have fireworks. It's just like 11 minutes of dance music, which is fine, right? If it's the pre, if in my opinion, if that's the pre-show to the nighttime spectacular, it's cool. Okay. You may remember the, um, well, if you'd listened to the episode with Evan last uh, two weeks ago before it disappeared, um, we talked about celebrate the magic yeah. and the magic, the memories and you where they had like a pre-show to the fireworks mm-hmm. show that was just projections and stuff. So like if it was just that, it would be a great projection show because they make it snow on Main Street during the during the frozen section. Cool. They have the um the come on everybody get your ears on. It's a good time <laughs> song. Everybody put your ears on. Yes, great song. Like it's an earworm as I mentioned in in, in the story that night. But um, so my beef is that mm-hmm. they call like they refer to it as a nighttime spectacular on the PA no system fireworks. before it starts. That's Weird. rough for me, man, yeah. because it's that's not a spectacular. It's cool. But not a spectacular. Yeah. But anyway, if you're wondering what the music is like, I by the way, I'm going to add it to my next um, playlist for when I run because it's it's like a series of bops, if you will. But okay. anyway, here's a little clip. And what I love about this is people know this song a lot, right? You've heard different versions of it, I'm sure. But here's an even different version of a very popular uh, Disney song that's played as part of Mickey's Mix Magic on Main Street Disneyland Park. And it goes on like that. I mean, this while. is the and Dance like, Club remix. Like, dude. And meanwhile, like, people are singing and dancing to it. And it's like, by the way, if you weren't kind of like tapping your toe a little bit to that, oh, yeah. just check yourself for a pulse. Yeah. So um, I found myself being a 30 something year old man with a jawline um, standing on, <laughs> on Main Street. Like, this is actually like, like a really good. It, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. Get it, Elsa. Moving your shoulders. Yeah. It was actually really cool. They played some Jungle Book music. They played Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. Like, Songs that you probably wouldn't dance to. But like to. to techno music? Cool. Yeah. It actually, it was, was really well done. And I know that I have this beef about it being a nighttime spectacular, but the songs they decided to play, like the remixes they did, yeah. are really cool. I, I will give them that. I am sad that you didn't get to see Magic Happens. I'm, I'm like... Oh, I know. That's like, oh, I really want to see that one. I'm assuming it's like not back yet. It's not. I'm so what's cool about that was it, was it was it's a flexible parade because it's daytime and nighttime. Right. They I built a parade that really works in both it. environments. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, if I could talk a little bit about some of the food we ate there. Okay. Um, I this was not a comprehensive food tour because yeah. that's like a whole other episode. But and we didn't, you know, have all of the time in the world to eat at all these places. So, um, the first place we ate at was the Red Rose Tavern. It's a quick service place. It's Beauty and the Beast themed, as you might imagine. But I went there for the gray stuff because I have not been to be our guest oh. restaurant over in so our. This Magic was your Kingdom. first time having gray stuff. It was my first time having gray stuff, <gasps> and their thoughts. gray stuff dessert snack, if you will, um, starts with a base of like a round, I want to say it was like a shortbread cookie yeah. kind of a thing, kind of. Then on top of that, though, was red velvet cake. And then on top of that was like a little like burst of raspberry, I'm saying raspberry gel, but I'm sure they have like a fancier word, for raspberry coolest or something, I don't yeah. know, whatever they call that thing. And then on top of that was the gray stuff, and it was delicious. I think it's just I, pronounced coolie. Not coolest. Coolie? Whatever. So <laughs> um, 
It was delicious, yeah. right? Like that was it was a great way to start. I mean, I got like a salad as my meal because I didn't want to like you know because your that's jaw, when I thought, jawline. That's well, that's when I thought I'm going to be healthy on this. That went <laughs> that went downhill yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah, you should have known that. Um, but you know, I wanted to start out on the right foot. But the gray stuff there was really really good, and it was cute in there. I don't know. I know I posted like a couple of um. Mm-hmm photos and stuff but like the the windows in there were stained glass roses like it was actually really cool um but we liked it we had um one of the table service restaurants we had in there was carnation cafe yeah. right there on main street that patty mill and we didn't oh my god it you looks saw that so all the good cheese? yeah it looks oh, so good god. i was like mm. so here's here's a pro tip i could not get reservations for carnation cafe like the whole from 60 days up until the day before it was five 30 in the morning of that I got a Carnation Cafe oh. um, dining reservation. We Our minds were, our like sleep patterns were messed up. We were waking yeah. up at like 5 yeah. in the 5.30 in the morning because whatever. But anyway, so I got up and I found it. It was for like 11.40 or 50, which is like a perfect lunchtime for me in the park because normally we eat lunch at like 11 because we're up at God knows when. We're at the park early. So that was actually a late yeah, lunch for works, us. Works but anyway. It was great, and my patty melt was excellent. Nicole got a wedge salad there, gluten-free, and so did my mom, a regular version of it. But anyway, so uh, our food there was great. We had um, a lunch at the Hungry Bear restaurant over at Critter Country, back where uh, Pooh is uh, hanging out. And uh, we just had a great time, and uh, the food there, we didn't have a bad, we didn't have a bad meal at any of the parks yeah. or any of the We'd restaurants. recommend We'd... everything so far. Okay. Let's pop over, if you will, to California Adventure. Another whole park, which is basically Hollywood Studios in some areas. But anyway, we'll get okay. to that in a minute. Yeah. Same thing. Character Palooza at every turn here. They just they know what they're doing. They have this little section when you walk into the main entrance, which we never did. We only used the side entrance because yeah. we came in from Calif- from uh, the Grand Californian. But if you walk in from the main entrance, the main gate, um, as you get into what is essentially their hub, they have a little platform there with a fountain. And they have some streetmosphere actors doing their, their song and dance. Okay. And then on the, around in that round there, um, they had different characters. So it would be Mickey and Minnie, Donald and Daisy, Anna and Elsa, Oswald was out there, Dopey and Snow White, different parts. that I mean, like, just a yeah. constant, like, a all lot. of, by the way, all of that is more than what you see at any of the other parks throughout the day. Right, yeah. Other than Magic Kingdom. So um, it just was really cool to see them. And you can get, cl- you can get close to them. Um, and so we, you know, Nicole does her, we came from from Florida to see you, Donald. And we got to talk to Mickey and we took a photo of us and Mickey and stuff. And it just was really, really, really cool. And um, all of those characters I mentioned, by the way, doesn't even include Avengers Campus, where there is another slew of characters doing their thing. And what's nice about Avengers Campus is um, they're like putting on shows, like stunt shows kind of a thing. We all kind of have seen the Spider-Man one where he's Mm -hmm. slinging his webs and flying around uh, the sky there. But (laughs) I had to... I had to laugh at, it was either you or someone else that posted, and it was like, you know, when the they swing the dummy out or whatever. Yes. But it, like, had gone so far forward, like, it looked like literally the head was, like, in the crotch when it, like, went to land. <laughs> Oop. He's very flexible, that, that Yeah, part. <laughs> it's like, oh, um, okay. If that were me, I'd never leave the house. So, listen, um, <laughs> he's up in the, the sky flying around these days. That's right. Um, but whatever building it is, on the top of it, they have the Quinjet. It's like right in – if you're looking at it, you can see the Mission Breakout building right behind it. So during that, Captain uh, Marvel pops out of like the Quinjet. She's like standing there, the wind like blowing her hair and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like it's like a like a movie moment. And then below that, um, the Taskmaster pops out looking for some item, right? There's some storyline that I still mm-hmm. don't 100% understand. And uh, 
Black Widow comes out to like battle him and then Black Panther comes out and they have a battle scene and the Black Panther like scrapes his nails on the ledge and like sparks fly and it's like really cool. Ooh, yeah. And um, there's like small, like it's like kind of cheesy fighting scenes, but you roll yeah. with it because you're in the middle yeah. of a Disney park. But they have a full blown um, battle scene where like the Black Panther kicks somebody and someone who's like clearly on a string gets pulled back like 20 feet into like oh. you can kind of see the mattress that they hit but still like it's yeah. still a cool effect and if you're a kid you're probably not noticing it yeah um but they're doing all this while people are walking like they don't announce it i mean i'm sure it's listed somewhere it but happened. like all of a sudden if you're there like oh my gosh there, there's, a, there's a scene they're fighting up there's a black widow fighting off the bad guys like that's dude if i were a kid it would be mm-hmm. blowing my mind that that's happening especially seeing spider-man flying around dr strange has his own little meet and greet over there too yeah it's so i've seen cool. that that's pretty cool we um dr. strange we ate at the Pim Testing Kitchen. So That's as you what I was know, like, oh, yeah. I want to go there so bad. If you know from the Ant-Man movies, they um, specialize in shrinking or enlarging mm-hmm. um, th- things. So when you go into the restaurant, you see pretzels like going around the uh, the ceiling. And if you have, I didn't take a video of it because I've seen TikToks of it. I'll see if I can find one and share it. But like a regular size pretzel will go into this thing. And then you'll see it flash, and then it'll get tiny. And then, like, on the conveyor belt, it will pop out, like, a little teeny tiny pretzel. <laughs> and then the next pretzel will come in, and um, it'll flash, and it'll be, like, a giant one that's, like, at least 12 inches yeah, long. Yeah, And then on huge. the conveyor belt, yeah, so, like, it's clear, like, shrinking and doing it because the one you can get there is gigantic. It's but huge, I, yeah. I got the, like, the not-so-little chicken sandwich yeah. or whatever where or, like, it's the a bun piece of chicken as big as your head. <laughs> And the yeah. bun is like is tiny, right? It's yeah. like maybe three inches wide. And someone how actually asked, uh, they responded to the story like, "How did you eat that with the bun?" I was like, "To yeah. be honest, I didn't. I actually took it off the bun and just cut it." Yeah. Because I had a bed of um like a sauce and a coleslaw um okay. kind of a thing, and like it's yeah. probably more for show, um the bun. But I it was honestly it was really crispy chicken. It looked like it was. Ooh, it was good. It came with potato barrels, whatever they call it, it was tater tots. Yeah. Um, it was really, it was really good. Honestly, I would absolutely go back there, and I'd probably get the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved it, and it was a cool experience there. It's all outdoor seating. Would like to tell you that now. I have to eat outside, but it's beautiful weather. Um, I had a, I had my first churro. Listen, if there's one thing I can tell you about the California parks, they are all about churros. They love their churros. Every year, turn churro. You wake up in the morning, there's a yeah. churro on your pillow. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Um, so I finally got my first churro over at the Cozy Cone. There are four or five Cozy Cone little, like, individual, like, very, very tiny quick service places. Cozy Cone Churro was the one I ate at. And it was uh, a churro split in half on a plate with peanut butter. I think it actually said peanut butter cheesecake drizzle. Oh. It was peanut butter drizzle with yeah. chocolate chips on top. And because the churro was warm, some of the chocolate chips kind of, like, melted, melted. into it. Mm. Oh, my God. It was so good. And the inside of the churro was like still like that like uh, chewy. I have this thing in my head that all the churros are like dried out. Not if they're good, and they're like they're like known for their churros, so you know they're gonna be good. It was just so 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 good. Can't wait to go back. Um, Nicole had ice cream at uh, Ghirardelli. 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 I can never remember. Ghirardelli. Ghirardelli. A little expensive, guys. The two the two one scoops that her and my mom got were I think seventeen dollars because it was seven and change for the scoop. And two seventy five for the hot fudge, but she was saying that the hot fudge was so 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 good, mm. um, yeah. that it's so, you basically just take it because it was so good. That's how what I've done in Disney Springs. I'm like, just don't look at the price, but it's mm. so good, delicious. Oh my goodness, um, we had so much 
We spent so much time at Radiator Springs Racer. Oh, um, I decided to purchase the individual lightning lane for the Radiator Springs Racer. It was $10. I just did not want to wait yeah. an hour plus. Um, we were in DCA for two days, so I didn't want a, what I was considering. I was up to like 80 minutes at certain parts of the day. I just didn't want to do it. It's like yeah. $10 um, to me. You, have, you find your value in purchases, right? My value mm-hmm. was my time. I didn't want to have to wait in that line. I wanted to go explore the land. My mom, my mom, my mom hadn't been to Cars Land. We wanted, we wanted to yeah. instead use the time to walk around, kind of get everything, see everything. Um, so to me, it was worth it because the ride is so cool. Yeah. Um, it's similar to Test Track in the sense that you're in a car that goes around a track, but like it's the animation the on visuals. there, the characters. Look, the cars in there, like the cars' characters are so realistic, if you ask me, but... We had uh, lunch at Flo's that day. It is one of the few park quick service locations that serve steak fries, and boy, were they delicious. Mm. My burger was a burger. Nicole got the uh, the the low and slow club or something like. It's cool. The theming of the restaurant is cool. You have you just have to look around. Take my word for it. Check out all the posters. Read it. There's a lot of puns. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, you just got to take the time and uh, and look around there. I uh, went on Mission Breakout. I did this as part of Disney Genie Plus because mm-hmm. I didn't want to wait. I We kind of rope dropped it-ish. It was like 10 minutes into park open. And it said it was a something minute wait, but it was it was longer than that. It was it's, it was posted a 30-minute wait, but the, the line was out of the queue. Like we were standing okay. in the street waiting to get in the queue. That's not a good sign. Yeah. So the Genie Plus, just like there, works for both parks. And we were going to, back to Disneyland later that night. So it was like perfect. So I can use a couple things here and then max out at the other park there. So that that's, for me, what I wanted to do. So... The mission breakout line with the fast path with the uh, lightning lane was similar to the Tower Terror here. It got you up to the part where you're in the pre-show room. Then you have to go in the building and you wait in line a little bit as you get placed on an elevator. But yeah, um, I brought a little sound because I screamed quite a few expletives <laughs> in the attraction because they just they toss you into a drop like immediately. Cool. Love that. But you can't hear it. But if you're wondering what like the vibe is of Mission Breakout versus Tower Terror, they play like loud music that you oh, would find in the. So here's a little bit of what that sounds like. If you're wondering, hey, is it a fun ride? Are people having fun on this ride? You tell me on this sound clip for Mission Breakout. Just a lot of, like, you can tell music, yeah. sound effects, a lot of, like, people screaming. Scream, laughing, screaming yes. and laughing at the same time. Yes. Love it, that. It's a fun, it's a fun experience. I know there are a lot of Tower Terror purists out there. Yeah. I hope that ours stays, but. I have a feeling that this cool. would be, like, one of Doug and I's favorite rides when we finally get to do I it. I really think you're going to like it. Yeah. It's, you know, you Anything can tell. Anything with loud music like that, like, I am all for it. That's, I love Rock and Roller Coaster when my speaker yes. actually works. Yes. When they're just blaring the music, I'm like, yes, give me all of that. It was love really it. well. Uh, honestly, it was a really fun time if you can handle the, the motion of the elevator. Yeah. Really fun time. Um, let's talk about Lunar New Year, if you will, for a moment, because mm-hmm. they have this section going on. It's a brief It's a brief thing. It's only, like, this week and next week and maybe one more week after that. But one part of it, in addition to the different food and the characters we met – 
Lunar New Year, Mickey and Minnie posted that photo, which was a cool thing. We got to have a we got to have a full conversation with them because it was an actual meet and greet where you could like wait online and then go see them. Right. And because it was an outdoor pavilion, we didn't have to have our masks on, so we could like clearly communicate with them. Yeah. And we were like, we were, you know, Nicole was talking to Mickey and Minnie, and she was like, Minnie, we flew all the way here from from Florida. So Mickey puts out his arms like he's wings. I'm like, I know, yeah, our arms are tired. We flew all the way here. Yeah. Um, and like we can't like this is so cool. We're excited to see this lunar new year. And they motioned like you know did you have any food? And um, we were like yes, we are. We're about to go eat. So Minnie goes like you know as if to put food in her mouth. We're like oh do you do you want us to bring you back some food? And she's giving us a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you know we'll see if we can get you some like you know whatever. And she starts clucking like does the arms like a chicken. So like okay, we'll bring you back some chicken. We can get back some chicken and some cheese, Minnie. We got you. That's right. And uh, we had this whole conversation and it was just really fun. We took a photo with them. But there's this one section where you can write your wish for the new year, for the new lunar year. Yeah. So my mom and I and Nicole, we all wrote our little wishes and we got to tie it up on like the chains there. And so it was among all the wishes. But we walked around and read some of these wishes and we're literally crying at what people are wishing for. Because like you just get glimpses into people's lives. And just another thing that puts your life into perspective, the idea that people are complaining about purple signs and there are people who are praying with every ounce of their being for a child because they can't have one mm, and they're struggling mm-hmm. and like that stuff is like man like that's that's the real stuff of life yeah it's gut-wrenching or, yeah and just all these things like you know hope everyone's happy and healthy and i'm you know hoping to get i hope my so-and-so makes it through their surgery like all these mm. things that are, it's like you know what there are so many things going on in the world that are actually really 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 impactful and important that we were just getting so choked up reading these these wishes and I felt so silly that I wished to find uh, some money on the ground so I could buy more churros, but that's not what I wish. But um, I, I put I put a wish out still there. Still valid, and, Greg. Uh, still valid. Still valid. These are real things, but it was just a really unique experience. And yeah. um, in that same area, that's just outside the Pixar Pier area, um, I went on Mickey's Fun Wheel. I did not do the Death Trap version where you're in a car. I don't know if you've seen it, but like, it's a car in like a loop. So you're in one spot until the wheel gets to a certain spot within your your the car you're in like will fall down to the next level and oh. then it kind of repeats it because of the way that you are. Uh, yeah. That's a heck no for me. But um, while up there, I brought my camera obviously and I got some gorgeous views of mm-hmm. Space Mountain, Mission Breakout, the Matterhorn I can see from across the park. By the way, the Matterhorn at Disneyland, that's a bizarre experience. It's a roller really? coaster, but it's not. But it's fun. Yeah. But it's not fun. It's very weird. But overall. <laughs> Uh, had a great time. Would do it again. It's fun, but it's not fun. And it's, it's a roller fun, coaster, but, but it's, it's not. It's nightmare so fuel, but it's cool, yeah. but it's not. It's old, yeah. and you can see views, but you, old. you go so fast that you can't see the views. But anyway, yeah. so um, I, I feel like I got some great photos. I was really grateful to be up on up in the Mickey Fun Wheel because uh, it was a fun time. If you're scared of heights, would not recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to the PIM testing kitchen, whatever they call it, and uh, Flo's V8 Cafe. We ate at Carthay Circle, the flag. I'm going to say the flagship restaurant of yeah. California Adventure. Um, you fancy meal? A little expensive. Um, you know it's expensive when like they are really really polite to you. <laughs> when we got in there, are you okay taking the stairs? Sure. We're going to stop right here. We're going to make sure the traffic is clear before we turn this corner. We don't want to accidentally run into somebody. Like it was like a service. They right? also had white gloves on. <laughs> they some of the the servers had gloves on. By the way, yeah. they were not white. Yeah. They happened to be black gloves, but like they really they actually had gloves on. White tablecloth, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's uh, as you as you might imagine, it's a building steeped in history because Carthay Circle was where. Um, do you know what movie debuted at Carthay Circle? I'll test your Disney knowledge for a moment. Oh gosh. 
Don't ask me now. It's a really famous animated movie that put Walt Disney Studios on the map. Steamboat Willie. Snow White. So um, Snow White debuted at at uh, Carthay Circle and uh, like the real Carthay Circle. Mm. And uh, that's obviously what this is themed after. So in the building, so up, there's like all kinds of rooms. We were in the Hollywood room, I want to say. There's like pictures of Walt with people. People have won Academy Awards over time. There's clearly um, like sectioned off rooms and like smaller dining tables for like perhaps some VIP. Okay. But there's this beautiful... Um, series of memorabilia in the lobby that you can go and look at. You don't have to have a reservation. You can pop in. But there's a letter. It says, my sincere appreciation to the following members of my staff whose loyalty and creative endeavor during the past three years have made possible the production of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which will have its world premiere at Carthay Circle on Tuesday, December 21st. This was an actual wow. letter. Yeah. Then at the bottom it says, and, to the, and listed a bunch of people doing a bunch of things, and to the 500 other artists, musicians, technicians, and other audio and other studio workers, my heartfelt thanks, signed Walt Disney, Walt Disney. in his mm. signature. And it's hanging up on the wall there um, because of all the, the crazy stuff that was happening um, at Carthay Circle. And they have like the, what it cost to eat there. The special dinner was 75 cents at the time, whatever. But yeah. it's, it was a cool experience. I had braised short rib ravioli, which is not normally my thing, but oh my God, it was so delicious. It's so good. It doesn't come with a side. Nicole and my mom both got the 16 ounce pork chop. They said it was the best pork chop they've ever eaten at wow. any place, either homemade or restaurant. It I was love so that your tender. mom and Nicole, they got the same thing at a lot of places y'all went. They wound up, yeah. <laughs> she wind, Nicole winds up getting the gluten-free version, but I think so that version So you basically married your mom. Okay, cool. I mean, one of our. Overall, if you're going to splurge on a meal, and it's a splurge, um, I would I would say yes to that restaurant. Serve Our server was hands down just the most animated server I've ever had in my life. We got to talking, and uh, mm-hmm. um, he was a really cool guy. Um, he actually started... Uh, as a cast member in Disneyland, but it's because of someone he met while I was while he was on vacation in Disney World, which was kind of interesting. Wow! Um, overall, great. So, um, California Adventure, Disneyland Park. I feel like we had a really great time in those parks. I I hope that um, you listening to this now have had an opportunity to go or will have an opportunity to visit the parks because we just we just had so much fun. And if there's one takeaway I could give you from these two parks, it's this. We are Disney, Disney, we are Disney World locals. We are in a position to sometimes kind of take the parks for granted. We know the parks. We kind of know everything about it in the sense that like things don't really stand out as much anymore because we've, we visited them so much. And sometimes we find ourselves saying like, you know, we can go back to the park or we can kind of do this instead or. You know, do we really want to go to Animal Kingdom today or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the really nice thing about going to these two parks in Disneyland, Disneyland Park and California Adventure was we got to experience the Disney experience with fresh eyes, with completely right. fresh eyes. Right. Everything was new. Every corner there was something exciting to look at and to dive into, characters to see, music to hear, all of that. So if you're at this place, you're like, I don't know if I want to go to Disney World. Maybe this is your sign, this is your time to go to Disneyland because mm-hmm. it completely reinvigorated our park-going experience, which is why I went to three parks the next day when I got home. So um, I will say, if you can, if you can swing it, head out to Disneyland and California Adventure. You will not regret it. 
All right, what you got? Oh boy! All right, um, we got a couple things. So there are new and returning entertainment things coming to, back to Magic Kingdom. Um, they are doing a new Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade, and that starts Friday, February 11th. So that's next week, right? Yes. I keep getting my days mixed up. Um, and that features almost 30 characters. So that's a lot for cavalcades. So be looking for that Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade. Uh, the They're also bringing back the Frontier Hoedown. Holla holla. I love that. The Frontier Hoedown. If, you if you've never been a part of it, you're missing out. It's so much fun. The Country Bears come out. Um, and it's, is it not, um, I want to say sometimes it's Splash Mountain characters. Yeah. Well, you have, um, it's usually like Br'er it's like Big Bear? Al and maybe Wendell or something. Yeah. And then maybe a Br'er Bear. Yes. But they'd be getting it down over there. So the Frontier Hoedown will also be returning on Friday, uh, February 11th. And then starting on February 25th is the new Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair. Uh, we did talk about this on a previous episode when Disney kind of brought it up and teased it. Um, but now we have a date for it. So February 25th, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair. Um, and then something else that's near and dear to my heart that I'm very excited about is Festival of Fantasy. One of my favorite parades. I'm not like, we don't really stop and watch parades, but I'm like, we have to watch Festival of Fantasy. Oh, gotta That do returns it. on March 9th. March 9th. So if you're going to be... I've talked to, I feel like a bunch of people that are going to be going in March. So if you're going to be there around that time, please don't miss it. I feel like it's, it was usually like in the afternoons at three o'clock. So just be looking for that. You, you do want to see it. I promise. Oh yeah. And they did say that it's the, like the, I think the, the full, full thing, parade. Yeah. Maleficent will be out, which is the important part. Yes. That's the important part. Maleficent will be back. She'll be breathing her fire on everybody. <laughs> um, so be looking for that. And I think that's it. Did you, you didn't have any nuggets, did you? Nope. That was it. That was it. I was kind of off the uh, news radar, so to speak, yeah. for the last week or so, just out there and enjoying those, my time. Those were the, the main Disneyland. things. That that was a buzz. That was will. a buzz. All right, let's go back in time for some Disney history. Um, I'll start us off. I'm going to bring us back to 1988 when Epcot debuted Illuminations. This was the original version, because if you're doing math in your head, you know that the version we know did not last that long. Um, it eventually became Illuminations Reflections of Earth. That thing's been kicking around Epcot for years and years and years until Epcot Forever and the now uh, Harmoniums came along. And I'm taking us all the way back to 1986, and I'm also in Epcot. And this is when the Good Turn restaurant closed. Hmm. Can you guess what restaurant it turned into? Hmm, I wonder. It was uh, it turned into the land, mm-hmm. and that debuted. Um, like the park, obviously the park opened in 1982, so this only made it about four years. But I'm like, well, it was called the Good Turn Restaurant, so we couldn't yes. think of anything better. Come on, people. Yeah, now it's uh, Garden anyways, Grill, but it still yeah, turns. Now it's the Garden Grill, but it still turns. The food is terrible. You don't want to go there, anyways. <laughs> it was not great. We did not have a Moving great on, we did not have a great experience. That's all we got. All right, before we wrap this show up, if you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can also leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us to be able to be located easier with uh, in the world of all the Disney podcasts that are out there. So thank you for listening to ours. Um, you can follow along with us on the Instagrams or the TikToks, as I like to say, at that Park Life Podcast. My personal account is at the Real Beth McDonald, and I am at the Disney Greg. Yes. And if you want to submit a request for an episode, share a magical cast member moment to be shared on the show, or just share some Disney magic, uh, you can head on over to thatparklifepodcast.com, which is our website, and submit a magic gram. It's free for everyone. We just love sharing the magic. I got a quote. 
from Mr. Walter Elias Disney. Just was feeling inspired to come up with a Walt quote, having uh, spent time at his park mm-hmm. this week. And it's a good quote nonetheless, but maybe you can apply this to thoughts about purple signs or, or other things. But Walt once said, never get bored or cynical. Yesterday is a thing of the past. So use that as your little yeah. guiding principle for the week as you as you enter your new work week, or at least you're yep. maybe a day in at this point. Just the ever-changing world we live in. The ever-changing world. Well, that's all for us for this week. Thank you so much for everyone who followed along and reacted mm-hmm. to our story while I was in Disneyland. It was really, really nice to hear from you all. I had a great time. Thanks for listening to me yammer on about, about my time. I we loved it, time. Greg. We loved it. All right. all right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.